0: This episode is brought to you by Starbucks. Discover festive magic with red cups at Starbucks. Find joy in every sip with the Toffee Nut Latte. Have it hot for the ultimate winter warmer. Embrace the chill by getting it iced. Or go all out with the new Toffee Nut Cream Cold Brew. Festive favourites are back at Starbucks. On Starbucks Delivers and the Starbucks UK app. While stocks last The participating stores. Must be 18 plus to use the app and delivery. T's and C's apply.
1: Hello listeners, before you get into the latest PS5 episode, I'm here to let you know that each week you could get this episode and all other episodes ad-free and up to three days early. Not only that, you can also gain access to Patreon-exclusive PlayStation shows that focus on sales numbers, all-time lists, showcase predictions and more. Head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS 5 or click the link in the description to join our PlayStation community and show your support. Now, enjoy the show!
0: Incredibly exciting. It's really about murder as a developer that's an right. amazing feeling.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the latest PS5, episode 125. It's almost Christmas. The holidays are coming. Uh, We've got a very packed episode for you guys today. And uh, with me, as always, is the... uh, uh, is it Was it Jotunheim? I don't even know what the world is called. Is Jotunheim. <laughs> Jotunheim, champion, Mr. Sonny Sagera. How you
3: doing? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. It is very cold in the UK at the moment. It is so cold. It is crazy. Yeah, it
2: actually feels like Jotunheim, man. It is freaking frosty out there. No.
3: This is Helheim and Niflheim and Midgard and everything, you know what I mean, mixed into one.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a very uh, special episode today. Um, God of War has been completed, it seems, on both sides of the universe. <laughs> I'm going to believe that, dude. But, uh, but yeah, uh, before we dive into all that, uh, we've got some really interesting tech with uh, Death Stranding 2. Um we're going to go into all of that from Kojima's new potential classic. Um, are we swinging closer with a Spider-Man 2 update? Stay tuned. Uh, the HBO Last of Us update, you know, we're very hyped up about that show. We're going to be diving into that. And Microsoft contradicts Microsoft with the Activision deal. Complete fuck. Stay tuned to find out exactly what that means. But before we get into all that, dude, what have you been playing? <laughs>
3: Before I say that, can I just say that all our like Canadian listeners and like cu- people from cold countries are probably thinking these guys are a bunch of pussies. It ain't cold. And it is summer at minus three, minus four degrees. It's summer for them. Come come over here and see what it's like. But it's cold. It's cold.
2: It's cold. It's relatively cold, man. It's like it's um, minus six today. <laughs>
3: well, as I mentioned last week, I finished uh, the campaign of God of War. Yep. I have gone on to get the fiftieth. Platinum 50th platinum has been done with God of War Ragnarok. Uh it took me 52 hours to <laughs> get the platinum. It's so weird though, because it so what I've figured out now, and I've I've worked it out. So the PlayStation will tell you how long you've played a game, mm-hmm. right? So my save file is 52 hours. But yeah. so when I did the PlayStation wrap-up and when I check on the PlayStation 5, it says I did over 60. In god of war but okay. then i realized so what the playstation 5 it's time it's time doesn't stop when the game is loaded so okay. if you pause the game yeah, or yeah it whatever it's still back. counting whereas the actual game is it pauses the clock when you're not playing the game right so 52 hours god of War ragnarok done the platinum trophy is done um highly recommended for God of War proper enthusiasts who want to see what happens I'm not going to I can't talk about anything cuz it just spoils everything so I just going to keep my mouth shut um entertaining <laughs> platform uh, I I can't talk about uh if I find it uh, what I think about it compared to the original God of War until next week when uh. we record our Game of the Year awards okay so right. uh we got to wait till then for that one but from my side to you ladies And gentlemen, and those who identify as something completely different, it has frozen over. Hell has frozen over. Pigs are flying. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex has finished a campaign. What the? Fuck? <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, uh, yeah, the campaign, the campaign of the year. Let's <laughs> just make this even more epic, epic than it is. <laughs> yes, I finally got around to finishing God of War, the first one. <laughs> hey, mate,
3: it's what I want to finish, though.
2: I swear to God, man, it's like I can't believe how epic that game was. I can see why people put it down as like one of their greatest games of all time i mean just from the start to the finish man it's just been pure i was gonna say balls to the windows just like it's just it's just epic you know and like um and the uh, there's so many plot points i really want to go into but obviously there's probably people out there who haven't played it then no nah, no
3: nah, nah. god of war 2018 has passed the time of safety right, perfect perfect no, you got people you that got five dynamic, seconds that five, dynamic between four. I mean, spoilers <laughs> are coming three two Skip a minute. All right, yeah. go, Alex. Be yeah, more... yeah, yeah.
2: So yeah, so the dynamic. I mean, the whole film. I mean, film. It's just like a film. It's like it's just about family, isn't it? You know, it's whether it's uh, father and son, mother and son, or even, uh, you know, uh, siblings. You know, in the in the shape of the dwarfs. You know, what I mean, he help you make the the tools. Mm. It's just like a nice synergy from the beginning, where everybody was pretty much fractured. I mean, obviously Kratos and his son is. Have lost their 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 mother and a wife, and they go and embark on a journey. These strained um, par- uh, parents and si- uh, child uh, go on this journey to spread the ashes, and and on the journey they meet other people who are also just as fractured, you know. But I guess by re- realizing that it's not just about holding all your secrets within, and you know you should actually embrace your past. You know, which is, I guess, what's the main message is embrace your person, embrace your responsibility and share your shit. You know, as long as you uh, get over that hump, that's when you start to realize that you are pretty much the biggest obstacle in in, in progressing forward. And uh, I think this game dealt with this beautifully, you know, especially between um, Freya and um, Boulder. You know, I mean, here you have a mother who's who's pretty much the mother of the the antagonist of this whole film, this narrative. Mm. And no matter how evil he is, she's still not willing to do what's necessary, which is to kill him. But unfortunately, no mother wants to do that to their child, and they explore this in depth in this game. But obviously, you have to have a man like Kratos to go in there and just slice things left, right, and center. You, and don't, he give a a shit, you don't give he a shit, man. You don't give a shit. He's but, the god of goddamn
3: war, man. <laughs> but, no, but mean? that's the thing. Like That's what makes the game great. you know. And you got to think about it now. For people who grew up with this God of War character, You know, Mm. like, if I look at myself and my brother and my cousin Mm. playing the first God of War back on PS2, we were just young guys who were blood gamers who wanted to see blood and action and stuff. And then God of War 2018 comes out in real life where family men now, we've got sons, we've got children and stuff. And Kratos is trying, you know, trying to teach atreus to be a god but at the same time atreus is trying to teach him to be a father you know what i mean and it's one of those things where that's why loads of people kept talking they could relate to the the relationship that they have in that and just the symbolic scene of him just letting the wraps come off him at the end of 2018 is massive for people who have played all the god of war games because they were the things that he would never fucking give up you know even when pre-ares like turned him into the god of war. Like it's fucking insane, you know. And then I don't know if you did it when you get to the 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 top of the mountain and all the shrines. Did you look at all the shrines before you went outside? Like you know, in the I 80s did have 60s? a look,
2: but I didn't really know what all of it meant to be honest. You know? No, but that's the
3: thing. It's just adding in the story and stuff yeah, like yeah. that, and f- fleshing it out, and then you find that one that he doesn't show Atreus, you know what I mean? And it's just like, okay. like Okay, that's next, you know, and it and it
2: did look, it did, yeah, man. it was, and, and the end was just simply just beautiful. It was just like the way they just scattered the asses and, you know, they just kept it all quiet.
3: For a game was, of that nature, you know what I mean? Exactly,
2: you know what I mean? It was like, it was all epic, it was all loud, you know, special effects, glow. And then towards the end, it was just simple. And it, I think that just gave the, the, the narrative, the respect that it needed and mm. you just saw the, the relationship the journey that they'd actually you know come with each other mm. and it developed uh but then heading back to the house oh i told you <laughs> mate i told you i was <laughs> exciting, man. Cause thinking yeah i could just go around and just start doing shit that i haven't done obviously you got these valkyries now which are going to take care of um but like yeah and then i think one of the trolls mentioned oh you're gonna go around or are you are gonna go home and it's like oh home somebody told me about going home <laughs> That's uh, it. Yeah, i had it yeah i headed it straight there man and like uh yeah after they went to bed and they woke up like years later i was like okay <laughs> They must have been really tired because obviously they never <laughs> slept the whole journey. Um, Guess who knocks on the door? It's motherfucking Thor, man! <laughs> I know, gotta... I know, it's I'm crazy. Like, ah. I was like, yeah, I, I was actually hyped. I was like, shit, man, <laughs> maybe about four years too late, but freaking hell, I'm hyped for the next one. So I can't wait to jump onto Ragnarok. Yeah, you got to break. You need to. Exactly break, you, need
3: to you, need, you need to have that break now because Ragnarok is long. Yeah, it, it is longer than this one. yeah 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 because remember they said that they were going to do a trilogy but then they decided not to so what was originally going to be a trilogy they put it all into Ragnarok that's why it's so long Mm -mm. oh
2: okay I I just expected a trilogy you know what I mean
3: but now you see now now you can understand what I meant when I said like God of War is like those old school Greek films about Hercules and you know the ones you used to watch on TV when you were younger you know um, uh, when they go to sea uh, and you get the adventures and shit yeah that's it man yeah, but yeah,
2: game. Yeah. Can't wait to dive into the next one. Uh but yeah, that was the uh the God of War section of the show. freaking hell, I can't believe that you <laughs> so you finished it was and kind it of, pretty much it was like 1 30 at night. I thought, all right, let's just let's just see what's happening, man. And like uh, when I got to when I got to that last bit when there's you know obviously boulders in the mix now and like they're going backwards and forward I thought, freaking hell, this is it. It's gonna happen isn't it? it's gonna happen right now. <laughs>
3: But dude like, they're oh, fighting right? on a flipping dragon that's oh, flying oh my god yeah, yeah.
2: fighting the combination between uh kratos and atreus you know what i mean those back-to-back man was sick you know mm. uh, kratos was smashed the crap out of someone's face him into the air you got atreus jumping up his back and then just like pummeling them with his, uh, mm. with his arrows it's mad awesome. it's crazy but anyway enough of that ladies and gentlemen let's dive into the show um and before we do actually let's see what uh, demi's been playing this week
1: hey listeners i'm gonna let you in on something with this week's game recommendation now i know sunny wants to play this one but i've beat him to it and this one is a game that is not to be missed this one is called jet the far shore so this one invites you on an interstellar trip to carve out a future for people haunted by oblivion in this cinematic action adventure a scout may be the first to deploy to a mythic ocean planet take the helm of a jet and explore a vast unknown, skim low over waves, roar up pristine coastlines and carve through otherworldly woods. Adapt to an intricate, systematic open world and persevere through adversity alongside an intimate ensemble cast in this story of courage, wonder and regret. Embark on an exploratory single-player adventure presented in five captivating acts encompassing monumental moments, laid-back exploration, occasional white-knuckle action moments of heartfelt companionship and a helping of existential dread got my thesaurus out for this one folks trust me you're going to love this make sure you check this one out and catch me next week for the next one
0: you asked for it now you've got it The ultimate FIFA soundtrack has been decided with iconic artists like Muse, MGMT, St. Motel, Blur, Billie Eilish, and more, making their return in FIFA 23's new World Cup mode. Play the World Cup now in FIFA 23 on PlayStation 5. FIFA 23, the world's game. PlayStation.
2: Okay, um Yes. Yeah, so that was uh, Jet the Far Shore. Uh, if you haven't uh, managed to get your hands on it... I'm sure. so
3: jealous, man. She knows I want to play that game and she's actually gone and played it now and I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I still haven't played it yet. <laughs> Christmas is only a couple more weeks. Uh, but anyway, It's not because... about Christmas, man. It's about time because I've did got to War Ragnarok and now I've got a bloody do pod <laughs> campaign. I've got to do the Callisto Protocol. <laughs> I've got to do dying like two, this is games I'm, I'm not complaining i'm not complaining
2: but yeah but after all that you're going to get to play this
3: next news article let's dive into number one okay um it's safe to say that death stranding 2's trailer was arguably one of the most dramatic announcements during the game awards 2022 it's something we all knew about um but it's a small details towards the end that points to an interesting collaboration between tech and engines and could potentially be something we see more of in the future as the characters in Death Stranding 2 will be powered by Epic's new meta-humans technology. This is something, Alex, we spoke about months and months ago. People were like, why are they reporting about this? And we were like, it's going to be big. Oh, look at what's happened. It's big, <laughs> Right. So if you go back to the Death Stranding 2's trailer, at 3 minutes and 25 seconds into the trailer, if you look in the bottom right corner, the fine print reads, Powered by Metahuman, which is a new product uh, from Epic that works with Unreal Engine 5. The game is also being developed using Gorilla's Games' own Decima engine. So this collaboration between the two is significant. As the current FAQ for MetaHuman lists that the characters must be rendered in Unreal Engine as it only licensed for use in Unreal. MetaHuman is a complete framework that gives any creator the power to use highly realistic human characters in any way imaginable. You think about those porn implications on that one, right? (laughs) Kojima Productions also will officially turn 7 on December 16th, and the Hideo Kojima fronted studio plans to release content to celebrate the milestone. Alex, we spoke about MetaHuman and how realistic it was going to be and things like that, and now, surprising it's surprising and not surprising that, yes, it is being used in the Decimate engine and not Unreal Engine 5, but then people forget Sony partially own unreal because they bought all those shares remember yeah. you know so they can kind of do what the fuck they want with the tech you know what i mean the, i guess the good thing about the tech is that
2: um it's not either or you know you can actually just combine tech together and like it's nice to see that uh, this is going to be a great example of them just combining two different technologies, and and having one which purely focuses on the animation aspect of it, the emotional aspect of it, and then they can just put it on the backdrop of the Decima world and engine. So it'd be interesting to see what other type of collaborations we could potentially see going into the future. Because if it the thoughts of yeah, the the thoughts, of, the, uh, the the,
3: the oh, thoughts of Decima. And met a human the, like oh my god it's it's, and it's not coming to ps4 so like oh my god it's i can't wait PS4.
2: i think we're at that stage now and at the ps4 this, 2023 will be the official death of the ps4 well
3: i mean it's not in the news stories uh i don't oh yeah it isn't a news story so we'll get into that next but um i was about to just blab it out there but um yeah i mean i'm excited about the prospect because like you know you look at what met a human if you haven't seen it Ladies and gentlemen, just type in Unreal Metahuman into YouTube and just watch it. You know, it is freaky. So you can see already the huge improvement in Death Stranding 2's characters compared to the first game. So Mm. exciting, exciting times for Death Stranding.
2: Yeah, it's going to be beautiful. I mean, I saw a deep dive with uh, Digital Foundry going into the Unreal update for uh, Fortnite You know, and just Mm. exactly how they've actually just implemented um, uh, the particle physics um, and the lighting as well. And it's just looking beautiful, man, especially for a Mm. game as Fortnite. It's just going to be gorgeous, man. So So, all these are going to be having a
3: massive upgrade. What you're saying, Alex, is when you implement this new technology, it's creating some form of magic.
2: Yes, that is true. It is continue
3: speaking (laughs) of magic
2: yes speaking of (laughs) magic that's the spell on number two mate (laughs) We <laughs> Explorium number 2 yes we have uh, a bit more Harry Potter news for you They're Harry Potter. the PS4 and other last gen console uh, versions of Hogwarts Legacy have been delayed unfortunately to April 4th 2023 but the PS5 and other current gen platforms are still set to release on February the 10th 2023 with early access for those who've paid for it going live on the 7th of February next year Uh, Hogwarts Legacy developer um, Avalanche Software announced the news through an official Twitter account of the game, saying that the team is looking forward to bringing you the best possible gaming experience across all platforms. This delay, however, will not affect those looking to play Hogwarts Legacy on PS5, as Avalanche Software's community manager, Chandler Wood, has even confirmed that the PS5 and other current-gen versions of the games have gone gold. Now, just yesterday, they actually had a playthrough of Hogwarts Mm. Legacy, Um, and I wasn't really a fan at first, man. I mean, yeah, I saw Harry Potter, I thought it was cool, but after seeing their little run through, you know, of exploring the world and how vast it is, this is gonna be a treat for some Harry Potter fans, man. They're gonna go nuts. looks massive, you know, and you can literally go anywhere. You can go to the Hogwarts uh, Academy or the school, or Hogwarts, or you can just go around the whole world, and it's forever expansive. Um, and the different types of magic and uh, ways to traverse the the environment—whether you're going to be on your broomstick or whether you're going to have one of those—I can't remember the name sorry fans out there, but it's like a horse with wings. Yo, it looks it looks really nice, man. And um, the pop up as well was very minimal. So mm. yeah, technically, it's going to be uh, one to stand toe to toe with the greats.
3: I um I can't wait to see its performance on the Switch. I know I'd like taking the piss out of the Switch, but we're we're in that year now where these games... If it's AAA and it's coming to the Switch, even the Nintendos on Pokemon games are struggling now. It's like, come I on, know. Nintendo. And we know you're raking in money and you don't need a new Switch, but you do need a new Switch. You, <laughs> you know, new know new, what I
2: mean? But they are championing. I mean, i got to give it to Nintendo, man. I mean, it is, again, going to be an, an impossible port like we had with Skyrim.
3: I want to see yeah. the, um, yeah. it's the comparisons between Hogwarts Legacy and the PS2 Harry Potter. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean? I want to I see... We take a shot in the dark, yeah. Okay, so basically on PS5, you got the illustrious field, <laughs> you got you know, you got trees, you got animals, you got the whole thing moving around on the switch, same scene, less trees, maybe just one tree with one leaf on there. <laughs> probably one person walking around, and that's you in low res. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's crazy. It's gonna be it, hard, it, <laughs> it, it's it, really it, it's like it's not even um, a cloud stream, it's running naively. It's going to look a bit ch- choppy. <laughs> but,
3: if anybody thought the PS4 was loud with God of War, just you wait oh, and see yeah. what your Switch is going to do. It's going to show you... It's going to give you better haptic feedback than the PS5 DualSense. But here's the thing, the Switch doesn't have it. That's not the Switch giving you oh, haptic no, feedback. No, no, That's the
2: shit blowing up. No, no, it does have haptic <laughs> No, I'm talking about the whole
3: screen, mate, not just the panel. <laughs> I'm talking about the whole machine. <laughs> it's going to you give have to haptic. play it
2: outside in the dead of winter just to keep that thing cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... Well, you know what it
3: is? It's so funny, though... Um, People got really excited about it. It does look amazing. You know, people getting all the jingles and the tingles for it. But speaking of tingles, Alex. Oh, I like that one. Nice. Number three is going to be good. But the only problem is you might have to wait just a little bit because we've got a little bit of ads to push you away. Here you go.
1: Just interrupting the show for a sec to tell you that if you support the podcast via Patreon, then you're in for a treat. This week, not only do you have the usual ad-free early access to the show, you also have not one, not two, but three latest PSX shows to listen to. Head over to Patreon to gain access to your exclusive shows. What? you thought that was it ha jokes on you there is more one of these three episodes will be made free for all so keep an eye out for an extra show this week if you like what you hear then click the Patreon link in the description support the show and gain more content each and every week
0: this episode is brought to you by Starbucks discover festive magic with red cups at Starbucks find joy in every sip with a toffee nut latte have it hot for the ultimate winter warmer embrace the chill by getting it iced, or go all out with the new Toffee Nut Cream cold brew. Festive favourites are back at Starbucks on Starbucks Delivers and the Starbucks UK app. While stocks last at participating stores, must be 18 plus to use the app and delivery. T's and C's apply.
2: Get ready for the next battle. All
3: right, let's talk tingles, Alex. Number three. Insomniac Games writer Jamie Mayer briefly listed the Marvel Spider Man 2 release window as Fall 2023 on her personal website before updating it with a generic 2023 date. While the developer itself hasn't officially announced a concrete launch window for the highly anticipated web slinging sequel, Fall 2023 would make a lot of sense since both Marvel Spider Man and Marvel Spider Man Miles Morales have been released in the September to November period. Dirt, no shit. We said this like a year ago. Um, there's a chance that Sony could be looking to announce something related to Marvel Spider Man 2 soon, as the game was briefly added to the PlayStation Store with the ability to wishlist the title. Mm. Marvel Spider Man 2 is currently in development exclusively for PS5 and will feature Peter Parker and Miles Morales teaming up to take down supervillain super Venom, played by veteran horror actor Tony Todd. Let me tell you now, there's gonna be a lot more than one villain in there. <laughs> yeah, a lot of So, Alex, before I move on to the next bit of Spider-Man news, I mean we we spoke about as soon as Spider-Man 2 was announced, we were talking, and it said 2023, we were talking that, yeah, it's gonna be the same time frame. Sony always loved that September, November launch time, you know, for their biggest game of the year. Yeah. And we've got it, you know, Last of Us usually comes around about July, August, September if it comes out. Um, mm. and then if you look at the year when God of War come out, even God of War got moved out of the way so Spider Man could have September to November all to itself. You know, we love that God of War sells it's a single player narrative game, it sold 23 24 million units and yeah, whatever. Yeah. Spider Man's a different cattle of beasts, you know what I mean? It's, it's that's that transcends it's going to be yeah, massive.
2: So, we're going to have COD next year, are we, or are they
3: taking a year out? Uh, we don't know, but you're gonna 2023 is going to be probably the most. Juggernaut packed year for video yeah. games ever. You know what I mean? Because everything that's been delayed and stuff is ready. You yeah. know, people are talking yeah. about it, things have slipped and 2023 and and Mike would the real Microsoft please stand up. They finally have first party games ready to come out in 2023 as well. I'm gonna put an, I'm gonna put an asterisk on that comment, but you know what I mean? Let's hope so. So there's gonna be banger triple A banger after banger every month in that year, you know.
2: It's about time. It's about time. And people actually, you know, happily go easily, sorry, go and buy a PS five on shelves in some places. So that's a good sign. But uh, but yeah, man, um I'm, I'm yeah, next year is gonna be massive. And you're yeah, having this for like the Christmas holiday game, it's it's gonna break records, you know, early on in the year we're gonna have um, uh, in across the spider verse, it's going to be a, an, a, an amazing year for Spider Man, but um, but Tony Todd, Tony Todd, I mean, the Candyman himself is going to be doing the voice for Man. I mean, that's just going to be epic. It's it's nice to see there's a lot more like actors, like we were saying last week, you know, coming into the, the VG folds, you know, the video unfolds, man. Mm. It's like, instant- oh, dude,
3: shit. Al Pacino. He even he stood up Al on Pacino. the stage at the Game Awards and says, <laughs> "I can't read the teleprompter." You know what I mean? But he also said, "I can't believe I'm here." But oh, that that's awesome, how man. big video ga- video games have become. And if you look at yeah. Sony's games, like you haven't played Ragnarok yet, mm-hmm. but there are big actors in Ragnarok as well, which surprised nobody knew. Really who was playing who and stuff? Okay, and just like nice. I know nice. that voice. But then yeah, Sony are yeah. not dumb. They're not going to get an actor in and then not use the likeness as well. Yeah. I can't spoil it. I can't talk. But yeah, you, nice. people will see, you know. But then you also see things like look at Death Stranding as well. You look at God of War, Ragnarok. You look at all these games now. That It's it's not that. It's because... It's not because of the technology. It's simply because the budgets are increasing. And then they're finally within actors' pays now. And they're like, yeah, I'll do that because I'm getting paid. You know, yeah, I can get yeah, social media. Like, listen.
2: Yeah.
3: Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson. People need to understand voiceover work. The only people that used to be famous for voice actors was the Mario voice actor right he was the only one that had some level of fame to him you know what i mean um but then when uncharted came out and you had nathan drake um and it, it just blew up they put a light onto voice actors in a big way and then Troy Baker came as uh Joel yeah. and the the voice actors have always been around, but they were they didn't have the spotlight on them until Drake and Joel really pushed the envelope. And then Microsoft well, not Microsoft, but other third party companies, Nintendo. I mean Nintendo have their own sort of characters and stuff like that, they but really so much away. more. Everyone's you know still, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah your your yeah. only real biggest ones is you had Mario, you had David Hater, you yeah. had Jennifer Hale, but they were never really had the spotlight on them until you had um, Drake and then until yeah, Nolan North playing Drake Troy Baker playing Joel Ashley Johnson and they show the pay is great but the social media love you get and the followers you get now that is a business for you Uh, as an actor and an actress as well you know that's gonna get your future roles you look at Christopher judge he was just the the star is it star trek star trek yeah 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 he's he's a star trek dude you know and then Star Trek stargate 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 Stargate, yeah yeah oh stargate fans are shouting down on (laughs) so yeah, I mean, um, oh, you're welcome. But then literally, you look at that and then you look at where Christopher Judge is now because he even said it himself they had to be really smart like, because you can watch the Raising Kratos documentary now and I advise you to watch it because that shows how the game was made. They pitched God of War to Christopher Judge by not telling him it was a video game and he said yes to it Yeah, and he even said in the, the Game Awards speech it's, recently, it's, 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 if I knew it was a video game I would have said no and I wouldn't have yeah. even read it yeah. You know, um, and it's such an amazing watch. your so again, I recommend it, and definitely for you, Alex, because you finished a game now, Raising Kratos documentary is fucking amazing, right. and it's the best documentary for any video game, it shows you the stress and the secrecy of a triple A game of that nature, <laughs> and it's so good. Um, highly recommended. But yeah, we'll yeah you know, you look at Tony Todd now. I mean, you cannot find a better venom voice, you know what I mean, for a game like you just listen to the trailer. <laughs>
2: It just sends tingles down your spine.
3: Well, you mentioned um, Into the Spider-Verse earlier. So earlier this week, Sony Pictures released a new trailer for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, the highly anticipated sequel to the 2018 hit Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I cannot wait. (laughs) So the first film included a mishmash of different Spider-People who all served as the core cast around the protagonist, Miles Morales. This time, however, there's plenty more spider people in across the spiderverse, and that seems to include Insomniac's own take on the web crawler from its game's Marvel Spider Man. More yeah. than that, it also seems like the game's version of Miles Morales is walking and talking right beside him. So, if you check the trailer for yourself and make sure you pay attention at 1 minute 24 to spot the Insomniac's two web crib crawlers yourself. Now, in the first, Miles Morales, he doesn't, um, when he goes to look at the suits. The video game for Insomniac Spider-Man suit is there. If you look at the uh, Far From Home movie with, um, you know, the mainstream Spider-Man film, they do the scene where he does the Spider-Man move in yeah. there as well. You know what I mean? In both of them. He does it in the second one where he does the pose with the camera with the piece, you know, which was from Insomniac. And then he does that move when he's going after Electro and he goes to that 2D view and he does that move yeah, that yeah, Spider-Man yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. So you see the love between Marvel, Sony and Insomniac um, with Spider-Man. But Al, the trailer looked amazing, but about the trailer, the fact that you've got Insomniac's video game character of Spider-Man and Miles just walking and talking so, around its crazy, well, right?
2: From Spider-Man 3 last year, I think that, I mean, I guess um, Spider-Verse obviously did open the doors, you know, to them this multiverse mm. traversal. And they just cemented it with um, you know, the Spider-Man 3 with Tony, Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield making a surprise cameo. Not to mention the um the villains as well. I mean, Willan Defoe smashed that role. I mean, he smashed the first Spider-Man. Mm. It was definitely a standout in um in, in Spider-Man 3. Um, but yeah, it's it's just showing that it's just forever expanding, and now for this into the Spider Verse or across the Spider Verse, they're just gonna go straight to the nines because that film, the first one, was just insane. Anyway, you know, yeah. just seeing that unique art style and the fact they were putting all these different variations of Spider Man. We had even a pig, for Christ's sakes! <laughs> in the first you know one. what I love though? Who's going to be in this next one?
3: <laughs> but what I love is they they managed so when you've got the real film you know the the real life film right the live action movie you yeah. with Toby Maguire and um, Andrew Garfield they managed to make it make sense via Doctor Strange right yeah. and they didn't go too overboard whereas Into the Spider-Verse is that Sony animation project where you can go absolutely crazy and they made that work as well it was a bit over the top with the story and this is going to be a bit crazier as well but it works because it's not like if they if they tried that in the real film, you'd be like, "What the fuck is going? This is like a normal Marvel. Marvel have made it, not Sony." <laughs> but,
2: but yeah, the writers as well are brilliant, and they're able mm-hmm. to balance that the uh, the crazy insaneness with the emotion, but have a good story. So like, it made
3: me. Want to re download Miles Morales and put the filter on and play the game because <laughs> yeah, that does. is single handedly the greatest filter in video game history. <laughs> yeah. The fact that you can play the whole
2: happened. yeah, yeah, but no,
3: and it's not that you just can play it in the look, you can change the frame rate to match the yeah. film, and you're like, okay. oh my god, okay. that is the greatest thing ever. But if I rewind a bit, Alex, you spoke about um, how Sony expanded. The Spider Man universe. That's not the only Sony franchise getting expanded now, is it? Number four. (laughs) You know these are on point this week,
2: mate. Let's go, man. Let's go. <laughs> so number four. <laughs> We're slipping into another universe. The HBO universe. Um, The Last of Us series isn't on screen until January. Oh, my gosh. Even though it's just January's round the corner, it feels like it's a million years away. <laughs> weeks away. Just weeks. I, I, I <laughs> know. Like, uh, but, yeah, we've already caught word of the first reaction to the post-apocalyptic outing from a TV critic at Vulture. Roxana Hadidi, Hadadi, Hadidi, Hadadi. Okay, sorry, Roxana. Uh, But Roxana from Vulture said that the now deleted tweet it took five minutes later um, for The Last of Us to win me over entirely. Then uh, She then followed up with how The Last of Us HBO is having extremely strong Blade 2 energy. I am cackling with delight and overcome with emotional turbulence. Blade 2 is probably uh, not the sort of comparison you'd expect on The Last of Us. Yeah, I will definitely say that as well. Although presumably this means in regard to the high octane action and gore effects. Blade 2, dude. Blade Two comparison. I'm hoping I mean, she's
3: talking about this. I, I want. I just want to see Joel and Ellie and Tommy walking to Mob Death as ding, 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 ding. You know that tune yeah, in Blade yeah. Two. And I was like, yeah, a bit, a bit of Mob Death walking down. Blade two. That's, <laughs> I
2: mean, Blade two was amazing for the nah, way of Blade, nah, Blade nah, of nah. Oh, that tunes in my head now. Nah, nah, <laughs> you know the, what was it? The, I can't remember the bad guy's name from Blade Two, but the way the way they evolved vampires. You know what I mean to the point where they're yeah. Like that, it was like, yeah. how could you move from the first blade, you know, with Stephen Dawes' character? They just trumped it with that. So, yeah. they're talking about evolving, uh, you know, the look of these monsters and zombies, um, for this outing, you know, for The Last of Us, but un- most
3: importantly, as well, you got to remember, um, this, uh, Roxana, as they Sony said themselves, this is not a HBO show made for fans of the game. This is for people who have never seen The Last of Us. So for yeah. uh, the fact that she said it had, a, she, it had her in the first five minutes, if you remember the first 15 minutes of the game, you know exactly what she's talking about. If they have if done they the same through. thing in a TV show, if they've started the TV show the same way the game started, you can see that emotional drip that's going to hit you in that first section of the TV program. And you can see what she's talking about. But... I like the Blade 2 energy because the game is just it's a straw, disgusting, intense, yeah. everything, and it should be relayed in the TV show. Yeah, well, sticking with The
2: Last of Us on HBO. HBO's television adapting adaptation of The Last of Us is just over a month away, probably less. Uh the first season starts on January 15th. Um with uh we'll offer nine episodes that will be released once a week. Uh, But the authors did not specify how voluminous the series turned out in terms of the overall timing. Um, This question was particularly answered by the Hungarian division of the Portal IGN, which managed to find out the duration of the first episode of the show. According to the publication, it will run for a whopping 90 minutes, an hour and a half, which is on par with many feature films. Whoa, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. That's the way you got to do it. You know what I mean? Don't just do like some crappy half an hour to an hour episode. Just make it like a movie. this
3: ain't disney this ain't hey, disney this is hbo man started uh, watching andor and I, I i i thought oh this is good this is actually all right let me make a cup of tea and finish two minutes into me drinking my tears like what's going on here and i looked at run time was like 38 minutes i was like this is some cheap bullshit going on yeah,
2: here. they're just gonna stretch that out but like i mean the fact is that they're actually gonna and it'd be interesting to see how this series paces with the with the um with the games you know will it all be done with the with the whole first game remember be- yeah taking
3: we can't we can't hold them side by side they don't want us to right. do that so we can't do that That's we've got to go better.
2: in I'd like them to stretch they could I don't care because like <laughs> the the writers I mean Neil Druckmann and his team I was just astounded the first time I played that remastered game I was like this this is too big for a game I mean it's an amazing game mm. what it is but you know the amount of people I recommended just watching somebody to play, you know, playing the game too, um, was yeah, it's off the scales, man. But uh, yeah, I can't wait. Obviously, We've talked yeah, because
3: the original announcement was ten episodes, but then I think uh, the what's come out is that they've they've kind of meshed instead of they've just dropped it to nine, similar to what Game of Thrones did. They made their episodes longer so they didn't have more episodes to run um which is great so to have that first 90 minutes like a film is flipping amazing i love it i get to sit down and relax watch the first 90 minutes but then i think i do think that the next episodes after that will probably be like 45 minutes long i don't think they'll be long long you know yeah um but i mean going on from there i'll you know before we go to the ad break 90 minutes is a long episode there's only one thing going longer than the last of us episode one and that's a microsoft and activisions episode right (laughs) (laughs) nice
1: hello everyone i have a question for you did you know that we have a second playstation show called latest psx no Well, I have news for you. This show is exclusive to Patreon and we have new shows every single week. Over there, we deep dive into news topics, predict large shows, discuss sales numbers and much more. So if this sounds like something you'd be interested in, I highly suggest that you become a patron, support the show and gain access to latest PSX every week. This week, not only do you have the usual ad-free early access to the show, you also have not one, not two, but three latest PSX shows to listen to. Head over to Patreon to gain access to your exclusive shows. What? you thought that was it. Jokes on you. There is more. One of these three episodes will be made free for all. So keep an eye out for an extra show this week. If you like what you hear, then click the Patreon link in the description, support the show and gain more content each and every week.
0: It's Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer. Remember that one?
1: on you i got my mind set on you i got my mind set on you got my mind set on you
3: we are back alex and i i either i have put a jingle before this storyline because we're just constantly talking about it every (laughs) week or i was too lazy and couldn't be asked to but i've probably put a jingle before that is now the new entrance music Into an article about this story Number five (laughs) Speaking during an interview With Second Request Microsoft's Phil Spencer has claimed That rival Sony wants to grow By making Xbox smaller Obviously Noting the PlayStation format holder Was the one major opposer To the Microsoft Activision deal Phil Spencer said Sony is trying to protect its dominance On the console The way they grow is by making Xbox smaller Sony has a very different view of the industry than we do. They don't ship their games day and date on PC. They do not put their games into their subscription when they launch their games. Going back to normal, Sony is leading the dialogue around why the deal shouldn't go through to protect its dominant position on console. So the thing they grab onto is Call of Duty. The largest console maker in the world raising an objection about the one franchise that we've said will continue to ship on the platform. It's a deal that benefits customers through choice and access. Microsoft had previously said it wouldn't be profitable to make Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox formats following completion of the deal. Okay, so Alex, before I move on there, uh I thought that's what the industry does. You get bigger by making your opponents smaller, right? You know what I mean? That's what movies do. That's well, what really do, that's what games do. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, come on, <laughs> Phil. Come on, Phil. <laughs> you can't be saying that shit. But then like I mean, program, man. Jeez, yeah, it. it's funny though, because I like the I laughed when I read the bit about uh, they don't ship their games day and day on PC or put it in a subscription. They had to do that because they were so far behind Sony and Nintendo. Sony and Nintendo don't need to do that because their games are successful. If you make... Here's a funny thing. They've put themselves in a hard place now because I'm sure Starfield is going to be an amazing game. It's going to be great. I'm jealous and envious about that game. It's going to be a great game. Guaranteed deep down, they do not want to put it on subscription services. They want to sell that game. It will sell millions and millions of copies. Problem is when you when you pitched game pass so much you've got to give the game away now and you know they're like oh man i look at sony and nintendo they're making billions of dollars before they even hit subscription so because sony and that we talked about it when sony released playstation plus triple a games will come out you'll make a quarter of a billion in sales and then if when sales like uh, shuhei said we go through stages you know you release the game you make your money yeah. you put it on sale promotion you make money and when it slows down you then put it in a subscription which makes money so you got three t- chances to make money Nintendo you release a game it makes money you put it on sale it makes money you put it in bundle deals it keeps sales going you know what i mean they know what they're doing you know and then microsoft were like shit we're losing we need to go really quick what's the most extravagant thing we can do and they did it and it's working for them in the long run but it's obviously pissing them off at the same time <laughs> um but here's where it gets interesting A new report from website Bloomberg claims that as part of Microsoft's offer to Sony to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation consoles for the next 10 years, it would also allow Sony to add the Call of Duty launches to its PlayStation Plus subscription service. Wow. A move that could very well tip the scales in the deal, with all signs pointing to everything going through if Sony accepts the deal. This would likely mean Call of Duty would be available through Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service, But so long as it's available on both, it could potentially avoid the mass exodus of players Sony's feels would happen if the deal goes through. Concessions like this are likely to get regulators off Microsoft's back, specifically the FTC who recently filed a suit against Microsoft over the merger. Okay, Alex, you talked at the top of the show, Microsoft contradicting Microsoft. I thought Microsoft stated, it's like they changed the tack because they said, it's bad for business to take it away from playstation it's suicide it's suicide now they're saying we're going to pay 69 billion dollars give the game away for free for 10 years (laughs) i thought you said it was it was bad for business and it wasn't going to subscriptions and now it's basically like okay look this is what we're going to do we are going to put it on game pass but we will also put it on playstation plus you know what they want to do but it's just like Microsoft's legal team is giving them okay. This is the trend. This is what we say now. Okay, now this is the trend. This is what we need to say now. Okay, wait. Now we need to change the messaging to follow this trend. They're following the negative trends, and, it's, and it and all and it's come out now that yes, we get the deal. It's going on Game Pass, but we're going to give it on PlayStation Plus. You know, they obviously want to grow COD as much as possible, but they should have just said it from the get go. Again, this is so we 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 spoke about it two weeks ago and last week how. Sony are squeezing every bit of we went from you have it for the remainder of this contract, which is three years to five years to 10 years to now you can have it free for 10 years on PlayStation Plus. You know what I mean? Sony are just constantly not letting go until they get as much as they can, like you said, out of the deal. They're just squeezing it, and that that's all
2: it's down to right now, as we've always said. But it's just really showing, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, how vulnerable Sony is when it comes to this slide in the market. And I really do think that they really should be reinvesting it <laughs> so that they don't have to he- rely so much um, on third party uh, software. I mean, what Cod of War? Uh, Card, obviously, God of War's on the mind, but Card, I mean, is looking to sell about 25 million per year per outing on the PlayStation, right? I mean, so it's a massive third party franchise. It probably sells more than their first party games, right? So you can see why it's so important. I think,
3: yeah, I think the biggest thing for Sony is you got to remember Sony and Microsoft take 30% cut on everything. So when Call of Duty makes a billion dollars in its first like week, Thirty yeah. percent of that went to Sony. Thirty percent of that went to Microsoft. You know what I mean? So big money, and it's not just what it's not just the game sales that Sony were. It it it's it's the online stuff, the the things yeah. that people are purchasing online, which is massive. You know that uh, yeah, is a big yeah. cut as well. Um, but I wonder what they're going to offer next week. Microsoft will say, "Look, we're going to give you Call of Duty for ten years. You can have X Cloud as well for free. You know, you it's now called Sony Windows." All right, let the deal go through, please. You know, (laughs) just
2: let it go through. I mean, the amount of money they're looking to make afterwards, if they release it onto every other platform, I mean, everybody's gonna win, you know. Mm. Sony, stop being freaking Stiglers, man. Just
3: I think, I think the problem that Microsoft have is they kind of did shoot themselves in the foot when they bought all the studios that they bought, then bought Bethesda. And then we're like, you know, these are games, and now Xbox. Da, da, da. The games that are currently in production will stick to the timelines, but the games after that, they shouldn't have said that. That's what seems to be the FTC is using, saying you like the ZeniMax deal. I'm seeing ZeniMax a lot more, and I'm like, yeah, but the funny thing is, nothing has come out from ZeniMax yet because this, the the problem is when you're affiliated with Microsoft, your game slows down in production for some weird reason. We don't Microsoft do everything they can. To be this family friendly place to work, and they've made massive strides over the last like 20, 30 years, and you know, they're inclusive of what your beliefs are, what you believe in, but they just leak talent all over the place. They get talent and then they just leave. Something is going on, like you know, where people are just not how can you not be happy to work at Microsoft when you get the, the paycheck? You know what I mean? But It's not everything, you know what I mean? I no, people just leave because you look at 343 industries and you look at um they the initiative which is supposed to be their naughty dog the quadruple a studio you know which would have had blank checks nothing has come from that no gameplay nothing you know what i mean it's just like wow yeah, people who left sony studios to go to the initiative left and went back to the sony studios you're like see this is what sony and nintendo do Wow, they did they, they they know they they know how to keep talent you know what i mean and God knows what's happening. And like you said, I think you said it right there, money is in everything to these guys, especially yeah. in an industry like that. Mental health is obviously a
2: at the forefront of a lot of employees and employee employers' mind now. So that's that's definitely needs to be taken care of. But what's kind of sad for me, yeah, is just that we're into this stage now where obviously these industries are massive monoliths of franchises and they have a massive uh following and a brand. But where is the innovation? You know, it's like, are we moving away from that? You know, shouldn't we be looking at Creating new franchises, interesting game ideas, and building up this industry as opposed to just rehashing the same shit just because it's paying the bills. You know, so that's mm. why I kind of respect Nintendo, at least Nintendo, even though they've got that they're, they're propping up characters that they've had for. Okay, hold
3: up, hold up, hold up. At
2: least, at least, look. look uh, at least... Um, no, 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 no. Wait,
3: wait, wait. I I'm, Platoon, I'm disagree Platoon, there. What? Where?
2: Now, listen, Splatoon is that's a brand one. new franchise. Exactly, that's one. You know what I mean? That's one. But at least it's a shooter mode, which is pretty much rivaling. the likes of Card—it's like a good alternative to those who don't
3: want to see people on the screen. So uh, I I think the the equivalent to Splatoon is—you've got all these games where you know Splatoon is basically the Japanese version of Fortnite, less violence, you know what I mean, and it's all about paint and stuff. Like I give you Splatoon, and I and I and I gave Splatoon its kudos, right? And you know, I said it was going to win awards. I said it, it it justifies its sales, tremendous thing in Japan. But that's the only game, bro. You don't innovate when hey, you release the same Mario on. Kart 20 won. years in a row. The game. same Mario game. shit is the same old shit. Mario this. Kart 9 will be the exact same as Mario Kart 8, with just with new tracks. And come on. I should say shinier graphics, but we'll wait and see because nothing is happening at the moment with Mario Kart.
2: Last, all right, when you think about it, yeah, Sony's last big, massive reinvention was probably God of War. Yeah, they, they bought that out, and that was like a completely fresh take on the franchise. Bar that, and maybe Spider Man and yeah? Ghost of Tsushima.
3: Everybody... No, not really. Nah, mate, listen. You gotta understand, else everyone does like like a rehash,
2: right? It's just like a No, no, no. Rehash.
3: But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing, right? We're going to take Microsoft out because they're, they're not doing anything. The last thing they innovated on was fucking Halo 2, which was like Xbox One, or which you ain't done anything since, right? Yeah. You look at Sony, you look at Nintendo. Nintendo, question, arg, okay, arguably innovate on gameplay, and when I mean arguably, they don't create anything new besides Splatoon, they reinvent what is already successful, which is Mario Kart, Smash Brothers. Did it? And In innovative I'm not taking rate. that, no, no <laughs> that's what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm not taking the piss out of it because <laughs> to sure. innovate on, I'm gonna use Smash Brothers as an example because Mario Kart is cheap. Smash Brothers has mechanics in place you cannot fuck up because it has the 20... Well, it didn't at the time. It had, like, millions of people playing it. They've got that to perfection now, right? And it's went from... It doubled in numbers in its install base. And you've seen how... I think this Smash Brothers already has sold more than the entire other games combined, right? So they've innovated that. Sony's innovation is storytelling, right? Nintendo story tell via gameplay which is like zelda you know they, they really went to town on that but a big part of zelda and mario is collecting and things like that it's, it's the collectathons which tell of the story the gameplay is, to- is telling you the story or as sony you look at the last of us and then you think oh you, you peak everyone says you've peaked don't do a sequel and then they topped it with the last of us too you know people are like you can't top the original and they topped it Do you how do you beat Batman? You know what I mean? In the Arkham games? They didn't, they fucking did it with Spider-Man, you know what I mean? How do you bring back a character that has no layers to him in Kratos? And then they did it with God of War. How do you bring you know conflict with Samurai's and that and bring it into an action open world game that and it sell what it did as a new IP? You do it as that. How do you reinvent dinosaurs? Fucking make a mechs and release Horizon, you know what I mean? So Whereas I think Nintendo innovate more from a gameplay standpoint. Sony's innovation is storytelling because every time we say they can't beat that they're going to have a tough time. I'm not saying Sony. It's the individual studios that are doing it. Yeah. So it's not Sony. It's Sony Santa Monica. It's not Sony. It's Naughty Dog. It's not Sony. It's Insomniac. These guys are the ones that are doing it. you mm-hmm. know. And you look at the third party companies as well. Like I never thought I would get a decent Star Wars game. And that's a cheap answer. But the the proof is in the pudding there hasn't been a decent star wars game like an action game unless you're talking about knights of the old republic which wasn't an action game it was more of like a fucking strategic game right and then respawn were like no 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 let's show you what we can do and they just went innovated you know with the combat with the character progression and the arc and stuff and you just think holy shit you did that and I think the problem that, and you talked about it, I know what you're saying is everybody seems to be jumping on, we need to have some sort of online functionality to keep people in the game, keep a marketplace in there to make money, and that's where they think the innovation is. That's why I'm so worried about Rocksteady, Suicide Squad, Kills the Justice League, you know. You're going from these great Batman stories to what looks like a big open online sort of thing that's going to have online mechanics to it, and you're like, hmm, you know questionable here whereas you look at sony who are doing the same thing but they're doing it separately so the last of us 2 came out by itself factions will come out later ghost of tsushima came out legends came out after you know what i mean thank fuck they didn't put one in god of war right (laughs) can you imagine it would have been hilarious but but like, I just hope
2: that they just they they see this as being a massive red flag, you know. So and they realize, yeah, okay, we really need to get a bit more innovative. Start giving a bit more money to those double A, you know, sections of the uh, the industry and the company, and come up with some brand new innovative ideas, which is going to help, you know, encourage, you know, more creativity and expand and the
3: audience. They've yeah. definitely got the right man in the in place. You know, the beginning of the generation, they moved Shuhei Yoshida into that role, and we've seen. You know perks of that comeback with the Sifu, you know which which was new, yeah innovative in terms of combat stray, which was new and innovative in terms of platforming, you know, and both those games recognized with award categories and things like that, yeah.
2: but I haven't played stray yet so much but
3: if sony you know if sony lose that uh, reluctance on card and the reliance on card you know they've all, and they're talking about playstation plus we've always got playstation plus to fall back on to make revenue speaking of playstation plus alex you've got <laughs> some news for us
2: right Yeah, we do. All right, so Sony Interactive Entertainment has revealed December's PlayStation Plus game catalogue and classics catalogue titles. Unlike December's PlayStation Plus essential tier games, which are available for all subscribers to claim, game catalogues, downloadable PS4 and PS5 titles are only available for extra and premium members.
3: So before you move on, the essential games are Mass Effect The Legendary Edition, Bio Mutant, and uh, online brawler called DK or something like that. But these are uh, the games that come into extra and premium.
2: Sweet. Um, PlayStation Plus extra and
3: premium game catalog
2: are as follows. Uh, WWE 2K22 for the PS4. uh, uh, Far Cry 5, Far Cry New Dawn, Far Cry Primal, all on the PS4. Mortal Shell on the PS4 and PS5. Judgment on both. Yakuza Like a Dragon, Yakuza 6. The Song of Life on both Middle Earth, Shadow of Mordor, Middle Reagan. Earth Shadow of War. Is that good? The first great okay, game, great game. Okay, okay. Um, I'll give him a go. Uh, the Pedestrian, which is going to be on both Evil Genius Two, Adventure Time Pirates of the Inkydrone, Kydrone. All right, then I need to go over that. Ben Ten Power Trip. I know you're looking forward to that one. <laughs> uh, Gigantosaurus, the game. Pillars of Eternity 2, Dead Fire, The Ultimate Edition, Worms, WMD, <laughs> love the title, and The Escapists 2, all on both PS4 or PS5. And for PlayStation Plus, Premium Classics, Ridge Racer 2 for the PSP, Heavenly Sword for the PS3, classic game, Oddworld, Abe's Exodus on the PS1, and Pinball Heroes on the PSP. Nice range of games there. Nice range of games.
3: Well, that, I mean... I'm going to. my, my, my I've got to shout out the pedestrian. Great puzzle game. Highly recommended for people. Something completely, completely different. Yeah. Definitely try it. And again, all these games are free. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, look at the WWE 2K Far Cry. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Plus the three you get anyway. 20, 20, 22 games free in the month of December.
2: Yeah, it's pretty. It's a good. It's a good range as well. You know, you've got sports games, and racing games, to shoot. So it's nice. But uh, and think...
3: shout out to Heavenly Sword, Anna Torv's breakthrough. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, was that was her.
2: Was she that like was Anna... Horizon or something? Get it? Wasn't that this
3: something kind of like that? It, yeah, it's just know, basically, right. uh, her kingdom is under threat, and it's just you, you fight an entire army. <laughs> Yeah. There's thousands of enemies on screen and you're fucking them up You know what I mean, it's a great game But yeah, Anatov uh is in there And there's a making of documentary for it as well Where you can watch interviews with her and stuff like that
2: Anna Torf is from Fringe And she's also going to be in the new HBO Last of Us show So I'm really interested to see how that's going to pan out
1: hey everyone now i'm gonna keep it real with you for a sec there's nothing i enjoy more than sitting down with my friends and spilling all the tea for that reason let me introduce to you the rumor mill this is a show that is exclusive to patreon now we know that the latest ps5 show is dedicated to actual news but the rumor mill is all about the juicy rumors in the video game industry i host, sit down and discuss the biggest rumors there is so if you enjoy a little tea being spilled become a patron support the show and gain access to the rumor mill each month
0: You asked for it, now you've got it. The ultimate FIFA soundtrack has been decided with iconic artists like Muse, MGMT, Saint Motel, Blur, Billie Eilish and more, making their return in FIFA 23's new World Cup mode. Play the World Cup now in FIFA 23 on PlayStation 5. FIFA 23, the world's game. PlayStation. You do not know everything, boy.
1: It's time for the UK sales charts of the week. A couple of updates before I get into the top 10. The Callister Protocol drops from number 6 to number 12 due to a 69% sales fall week-on-week. Need for Speed Unbound, which disappointed in its first week, drops from number 17 to number 19. However, sales only declined 13%, which is good for a game's second week on shelves. There was one new release in the charts... The boxed version of Cuphead from I Am 8-Bit arrives at UK retail and debuts at number 18. Let's get straight into the top 10, folks. At number 10, we have Minecraft with Animal Crossing New Horizons at number 9. At number 8 is Sonic Frontiers with Pokemon Scarlet at number 7. At number 6 is Nintendo Switch Sports with Mario Kart 8 at number 5. At number 4 is Pokemon Violet with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 at number 3. This one slips down from number 2 and is down 14%. At number 2 is FIFA 23. Last week's chart topper drops to number 2 as sales were down 18% week on week. And at number one, that only leaves one other option. Sony's God of War, Ragnarok, has returned to the top of the UK box charts due to a 32% increase in sales week on week. And that's it, folks. Catch me next week for the update.
2: Thank you very much, Demi. Uh, Yes, the God of War has reclaimed its top spot uh, as the number one this week, from being number three last week, an amazing game. Obviously, obviously from Sonny's recommendation, you've obviously encouraged the fans across the nation to uh, to pick up the game. Obviously, well, there's I mean, been some uh, good uh, bundles, or uh, get, people are actually able to get PS5s. Uh, yeah,
3: definitely. It's funny though because I went into uh, it was so funny. I went into Smith's Toys on Tuesday. I dropped the kids off to school and I went into Smith's Toys. Was it Tuesday? No, I don't think it was Tuesday. I can't even remember when it was. I think it was last week. Um, And oh. they we went in and the guy was there and he was unloading boxes, with the God of War yeah. stuff, yeah. right? The bundle deal with has God of War in it. And I was like, oh, you got them in? He goes, yeah, yeah, we've got 20 in. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So I went out and I found a friend. I was like, oh, just to let you know, smiths have got the bundle that you want in because he wanted the bundle with god of war because he had a series x he got pissed off that there was nothing there so he wants a ps5 he's not getting rid of the series x he just wanted a ps5 as well he's like all right i'll go at lunchtime he phoned me he goes you're a dick i was like why he goes they're sold out (laughs) i was like wait what he's like yeah they're sold out already i went in and they don't have any left i was like i see I said, yeah. they had 20 in the morning he goes yeah, yeah they've got I put and my they name probably had like
2: list. 40 back orders <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm saying
3: he goes I had to put my name on a list because it's still oh, going through a list of people yeah, I was yeah, like yeah. holy shit man it? but I mean it's great to see Like, I, I'm liking this little battle between God of War FIFA and Call of Duty but I do think FIFA will take the Christmas number one next week. I think it will well, just go back to number one.
2: No no no. You know that England has been kicked out of the World Cup. I don't think people True. are too focused on getting uh, FIFA, but you know, who knows? Obviously, Nintendo has bolstered up the majority of the charts again. Yay, yay. It's
3: those bundle deals, mate. And you've actually given a good shout there because we went into uh I mean micro like we went into December and the industry was going crazy because for the whole year for the for the whole year the PlayStation 5 has been the number one selling console in the UK bar 2 months when there was just no stock and Switch caught it back up but then the PlayStation 5 came back into stock and it took the lead and we went into November and Black Friday and Microsoft had that amazing deal where they just literally knocked off like 25% on all its consoles and Nintendo had all the bundle deals in and the Pokemon launch and they dropped the price as well. Whereas Sony were like, "Now nah, we're not dropping the price. We're going to drop it Like, You know what I mean? I'll <laughs> and they, cl- they closed the gap. So we went into December and the gap was yeah. only 20,000 units between all three with Sony yeah. number one, Switch number two and Series X and S at number three. So nobody knows what the best-selling console in the UK is going to be. Usually it's decided by December, but it's like, it's all open. Everyone and I doesn't. think Nintendo... Are gonna go really aggressive because I've seen a Pokemon Violet bundle. I've seen a Scarlet bundle. The Mario bundle is the, always the evergreen bundle for Switch, right? Because if you're gonna buy a Switch, the first game you look for is Mario, right? Um, what was the other bundle I saw? It was uh, was it? It wasn't Smack. It was Splatoon. It was. It's very colorful. It wasn't Splatoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you just walk into Smith's and it's just like yeah. somebody threw a paint bomb on the Switch bundle <laughs> shelf because it's colour galore. But I was like, I'm getting a fucking epileptic seizure reading this shit, man. I was like, what the fuck is going
2: on? The planning to make sure that, that, that customers, you know, every household has at least two Switches, which they've probably achieved. Switch and a Switch light, you know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. But they're basically just trying to put, you can see in the adverts now, it's like, yeah, I know you can, you probably got two Switches in the house, but, you know, the whole family can now play. And All right, like, Alex,
3: what is your yeah. prediction for Christmas number one? Obviously, you've got to take into account an Nintendo bundle game so when i say that i mean mario kart 8 so your what contenders are really mario kart 8 call of duty modern warfare 2 fifa 23 god of war ragnarok there you one of your four are going to be game of the uh christmas number one
2: christmas number one what from nintendo um no so
3: overall so overall so your choices are god of war fifa cod or mario kart it's going to be one of them
2: no i think um i think pokemon will probably take it
3: okay pokemon okay Violet.
2: Let's just throw it up there. How about you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was going to... I said it's FIFA, but then you told me they got knocked out of the World Cup and I thought, yeah, people are pissed. um <laughs> fuck it, mate. I'm going to say it. I'll, let's just go it. Kratos is going to conquer another mountain. You know what I mean? He's going to... He did Olympus. Really? He did jotunheim He's going to do the UK retail market next. Watch. He's going to shock the world.
2: <laughs> There's a lot more kids out there who want a uh, Pokemon game for Christmas. You know what I mean? So it yeah, that's party. what I'm
3: saying. It's going to be interesting. Um, yeah it will be the first time in years that something has knocked FIFA and COD off the Christmas number one. So if, whether it be God of War or Pokemon or Mario Kart, it's going to be an achievement and a half, you know what I mean?
2: Bigger than that, yeah. Hopefully it'll be the first time that GTA 5 is not in the No, Alex, 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 Alex,
3: (laughs) don't hurt yourself because you're going to get hurt when we do our latest PSX
2: episode. (laughs) Let's keep it going, people. We don't need it. GTA 6 is a grocery horizon. Um, You've got some other sales news for us, haven't you? Uh, Sega Sonic Frontier um, has sold 2.5 million units since its launch one month ago. The company announced this week, so they're very happy and jumping for joy. Bandai Namco Entertainment has announced that Tekken 7 has sold a whopping 10 million copies worldwide following its launch in June 2017 on all platforms um in addition to taking seven sales milestone the franchise has a whole has also achieved a new record with 54 million sales since its inception in 1994 Woo! oh i mean that's just that's that's like the majority of um mario kart 8 so activision call of duty <laughs> modern warfare 2 is officially the biggest Didn't
3: but didn't mario kart 8 come out round about the same time as the first Tekken. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I know, I know. <laughs> you you <laughs> walked into that one, mate. We're
2: like Kano ourselves. It's two different games. That was eight. This is called Infinity. it's well, two different things. Nah, nah, nah. Um, but, <laughs> but Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is officially the biggest selling game of 2022 in the US, despite having only launched back in late October. That
3: is insane. It overtook Elden Ring, dude. <laughs> That is insane, yeah. that's crazy, right? to to, to think how life, big Alden so. Ring was yeah, yeah. and then to be beaten in a month by cod' Above. you know, and it's just like, shout you know, out it's,
2: to... enjoyed it. it's enjoyed by fans all over the world of all ages, you know what I mean? even though it's supposed to be like eighteen plus like kids are playing this game. you know
3: what Dude, mean? shout like... out to um Sonic Frontiers, man. you know what I mean? Um, two and, yeah, and a half million deal. units we, we 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 spoke about Sonic Frontiers. Review scores before the game came out and we said we we talked about Sonic and Mario and how Sonic had owned the cinema screen, Nintendo and Mario the game, and now they're transitioning to each other. It obviously, it looks like Sonic's finally got its shit together on the video game side. It's not going to hit Mario sales, but compared to other Sonic sales over the last launches, that's a good launch for them as well. And that's only at the moment. But Alex, we only spoke a few months ago about Tekken 8 reaching 8 million, which means it must have had an amazing last few months to sell another 2 million copies, right?
2: That trailer dropped, right? When that trailer dropped, I saw That's what I'm saying. Million, they were crazy. Speaking of that, actually, I did watch the first couple of episodes of Tekken Bloodline. Fucking Awesome. Yep. Awesome. But uh, but yeah, it's amazing to see that, and like they've smashed um the Capcom's records as well. I mean, this is like officially the best-selling fighting game uh, of all time now. So well done, well done, Namco. Um, but yeah. That's been it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, We don't actually have any uh, letters this week, unfortunately, but we will be back next week with more. uh, And we are now going to be diving uh,
3: over to the latest PSX, where we'll be recording three episodes for you lucky listeners. That's why we don't. We do have letters, but we can't. We ain't got the time. We've got three episodes (laughs) of the latest PSX to record. Three episodes to record now, you know, for Patreons. uh,
2: yeah, so make sure you sign up to that. Obviously, Demi's got all the news. Uh, but before
3: we go, to this, I'm just happy that you didn't botch it this week and go, oh, wait, oh, hold on a minute. Oh, yeah. No, nah, I know, I know. <laughs> I was like, is he going to do it? I was sitting there waiting. I was like, is he going to do it? You know, but um, no, nah, I think the only thing to say is, ladies and gentlemen, you know, uh, whatever your Christmas game is, obviously we're going to have another episode next week, but whatever your Christmas game is going to be whenever you start that, enjoy it. You know what I mean? That's what gaming is all about. My thumb is smashed from God of War Ragnarok. I don't feel right. Every, my thumb has felt weird ever since God of War Ragnarok came out you know yeah. so
2: <laughs> it's been really working it mm. Oh okay. but yeah uh, ladies and gentlemen that's been it thank you for tuning in do let us know if you've got any comments or thoughts about anything that we covered today whether it's about the interesting tech in Death, Death Stranding 2 are we swinging closer to the Spider-Man 2 update um, the Last of Us update are you excited about that and let us know about Microsoft and your predictions about what drama we will include in next episode in the next episode of Microsoft, Activision, excellently. <laughs> we're gonna, a, we're gonna have a theme tune for that, man. I can't wait for that. But, uh, but anyway, have a good night.